Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl T back again with another episode of the Sassy and Safe podcast. It has been a minute, I know. I'm not even going to address it because at this point you don't even want to hear it. So let's just get into the episode. Today I want to talk to you about Jesus is King. I want to do a quick review, not even a review, just a talk. I want us to discuss um, Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. For those of you who live under a rock, Kanye West released a gospel album recently and he's getting a lot of backlash, some from unbelievers, some from believers, which I don't really understand. So I want us to talk about it. Let's talk about, let's talk about Kanye West, his transformation, the transformation and awakening going on in Hollywood and ultimately how Christians can be stingy with salvation. So if you with it, let's talk about it. I refuse to believe that this is my fate as a woman this cannot be it i was not born to be a trophy wife i'm talking about growth it's a measure of me versus me yesterday versus me two days ago not a measure of me versus you we're trying to raise women that understand that they can be classy they can be beautiful they can be petty they can be smart they can be knowledgeable they can be independent we are a new generation of women we are not conformed or confined by everything that society has placed out for us we're breaking out of the mold and creating something new for ourselves we are sassy and safe baby Okay, so um, as I was saying, um, Kanye West recently released a gospel album. He said he was going to release a gospel album, and he actually came through and released a a gospel album. There's, um, let me even pull it up. I think there's 12 songs. Um, Let me just make sure so you know I'm not lying. Um, There are 11 songs. So on October 25th, Kanye West released his first gospel album called Jesus is King with 11 songs lifting up the name of Jesus. So um, I've listened to the album. I I haven't done like an in-depth, like I've never been really a rap person, but I listened to the whole album once through um now I just have like a couple songs that I listen to from it but um I listened to the album and it's definitely what he said it would be it is a gospel album I consider it a gospel album he came out with a gospel album it's gospel music it's a gospel album everything he is saying on every track is devoted to lifting up the name of Jesus and spreading the gospel so it is indeed a gospel album now when I first heard about Kanye West releasing a gospel album and Kanye West turning to Christ I was quite indifferent I'm not really a type of person that's super into anything that's going on in Hollywood that's just not my like I'm not I don't really follow celebrities and things like that I used to do that when I was younger like I would rush home to go read media takeout do y'all remember media takeout before the shade room ladies and gentlemen there was media takeout if you don't know about media takeout I don't know but if you know about media takeout then I actually rock with you because you know what's good but yeah before the shade room there was media takeout I would rush home after school when I was in high school just to read media takeout to see what's going on with celebrities what's going on in their life read the latest gossip see what's new and things like that but as I grew older, and I think even as I came to Christ, like, I just didn't care anymore. Like, I feel like sometimes, not even sometimes, I feel like people that are super into, and this is a bold statement, and it's not true, it's, like, my opinion. I feel like people that are super into, like, 
following celebrities and things like that. They they try to live through them, and I feel that's the only reason why you will you would be so invested in following the life of someone else. Like I don't really watch reality TV either. I'm not saying anybody that watches it like that's what you want to do but it's it's a bit weird for you to be so invested in the life of someone that really doesn't know you doesn't care about you it's a bit weird <laughs> when you can be pro- progressing in your own personal life so that just kind of shows i feel like you are lacking in a certain area or you are living vicariously through that celebrity which goes back to self-esteem authenticity but that's not the topic for today so let's move on Anywho, I'm not really into the whole Hollywood thing. Like, I don't really care what's going on in Hollywood. I don't really care what people are doing with their lives. It's not my life. I have my own life to live. I have my own purpose to fulfill. I'm so focused and busy and concerned with fulfilling purpose that I don't have time to be wondering what anybody else is doing. That's what actually happens when you mind your business. When you mind your business, you stay in your lane and you fulfill purpose, you don't have time to wonder what somebody else is doing. So I didn't care. I was indifferent. I heard about it. I was like, okay, cool. Didn't care. Um, But since the album has come out, I've seen a lot of reviews from obviously unbelievers who are really upset by the album because they well actually no that's a lot i've seen both sides um you know i frequent read twitter tweets that's what's on twitter um to see what people are thinking what's going on and how people are reacting to a certain thing so from the unbeliever standpoint i've seen two sides i've seen some unbelievers that are like oh this is the worst album connie's ever released what the hell is this like blah 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 blah. and which but they also they also accept and recognize that this is what he said he was going to do. It's like Kanye said he was going to release an, a gospel album and Kanye released the gospel album. We don't like the music, but that's what he said he was going to do. So we expected it. And then on the other side, there's some believers who are like, wow, I'm an atheist. I don't, un-, there's so, sorry, there's some unbelievers who are like, wow, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in Jesus at all, but this album is really good. Like it bops. So they're listening to it and they are unconsciously giving God glory. So those are the two standpoints that I've seen from the unbeliever side. Now from the believer side, there's also two standpoints. There's the standpoint of, wow, I rock with it. He's a gospel album. Let's embrace Kanye. He's one of us now. He saved our brother in Christ. Woo. But more commonly, there are many believers who are like, I don't believe in this. This is a scam. He's faking it. It's not for true. Yada, yada, yada. So, um... I've just been reading the comments silently for a minute now. I try not to show my um, position. Usually I would show my position by now. I would tweet about it or say something on Instagram, but I try not to show my position for for a while because I just wanted to see what, what people were saying and I want to see where people are at. And I've noticed sometimes, like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm the best and I command everybody to do things, but I notice sometimes, like, when... Um, Someone that you like look up to or someone that you frequent listen to or someone that you respect has a position on something, you automatically, even sometimes unconsciously, take on that position. And I don't want you, I don't want anybody for that matter to bias, to, to, to form a bias based on what I believe because I am not the Messiah. <laughs> I'm not Jesus Christ. And so um, I've been really quiet about my position. You've probably heard me 
listen to the album or playing the album in my snap so that should kind of give you a hint on where I stand but I haven't really said anything explicit about where I stand so this is what this episode is about um honestly I've been really really shocked just to see the negative feedback from believers um in this time for this transition of Kanye like I said I was indifferent but when I heard the album and I heard every song and I heard what he was doing and I realized that wow this is actually a gospel album I was impressed I was shocked and I was impressed I was shocked and I was impressed and that was it like my feelings lasted probably two minutes because that's all they should last because who the hell am I (laughs) what right do I have to have an opinion on what somebody wants to do with their life, to be honest. Like, if we're really, really going to talk about it, we have to say that. What right do I have to have an opinion on what Kanye wants to do with his life? So my thoughts were like, wow, this is really a gospel album. That's so cool. Done. The end. And my thoughts ended there. Because that's literally all the say I actually have. But to see the amount of believers that are bashing and that are saying they don't they don't agree and they think it's fake and what so be it was just overwhelming. Like I didn't understand and I still up to today don't understand because I don't know why it's such a big problem. Like I don't know why believers are upset that Kanye has created a gospel album. I don't, I cannot get that. If you represent Christ, you follow Christ and your message is spreading the gospel. If somebody else is spreading the gospel, aren't we on the same side? I don't, I don't understand. How can you be stingy with salvation? I've seen so many people say an array of things that just don't make sense. Some people are like, oh no, he's faking it. He's just trying to make sales. He does this. This is what he does. This is what he does. Okay. And even if that's true, so what? That is the part I don't get. If Kanye is faking, if he is faking everything, if everything is a scam just to come out with something new, I don't know what kind of scam that would be, but whatever the thought process is for that to be a scam, say it is a scam and and they are right. So what? How does that affect you? How does that affect me? How does that affect what we're doing? at all if he's faking it if he's pretending and he comes out later and he goes back to who who he was or whatever so what was the name of jesus lifted was jesus called king so why why does that matter another thing that i've seen people say is oh kanye's transformation was too quick there's no way it could be genuine i think that one was the one that made me laugh the most because that's really wow kanye's transformation was too quick talking like <laughs> paul didn't encounter god once on the way to damascus and change forever this is not just an unbeliever that's someone that is murdering like killing people he wants them dead he was killing christians and he had one encounter with god and his life changed forever he went from killing christians to devoting his life to helping and advancing the kingdom of god based on one encounter wasn't that quick i feel like that if there was any transformation that was quick in the world i would i think it would be that one yet we still read his letters today because we find him credible So how come his quick transformation is allowed, but Kanye's is not? But even more so, like, too quick? That's a bit insulting to God, you know, just a little bit. I know that I could be a little bit, 
you know, radical. I could be a little bit weird. And sometimes my, my analogies are, are strange. But that that's a bit insulting to God to say that someone's transformation is too quick. What is what is Kanye West to God? Is is Kanye West too too hard for God to save? Is he too vast? Is he too big for God to save? Like, I, I, huh? <laughs> too quick? I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. The way people are upset. The way people are mad. Like, you know, it's it's very interesting. And these are the things sometimes that made me sit in my room and really think about what's going on in the body of Christ and how we have so far to go. We think sometimes our opponents and our opponents are the the unbelievers, but really it's ourselves. Like literally, how can you be stingy with salvation? The Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you are saved. So if a man believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then he is saved. Who are you now to sit on the sidelines and say, no, his transformation is too quick. No, he's faking it. No, he's... What? Like, it's it's so interesting because, you know, we, we, we say the scriptures and we sing these songs and we make these declarations but then it makes me wonder do you really do you really believe it like you as a christian will now stand there and say at the mention of your name every knee must bow every tongue every every knee must bow and every tongue shall confess but now you're questioning when the knees are bowing and the tongues are confessing so which one is it at the mention of his name every knee shall bow every tongue must confess now the tongues are confessing the knees are bowing and you're saying that is not real i don't understand do you believe what you're saying do you actually believe that he's good do you actually believe that at the mention of his name every knee shall bow do you actually believe that demons tremble in his presence because a man is saying that he was dealing with de- demons. He, he was dealing with demons. He encountered Jesus Christ. The demons are gone. And you're saying, no, that's not true. That's the whole basis of our religion. Like that is literally why we do what we do. The point of Jesus, the reason why he came, it says in the Bible, his purpose was in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus. Jesus Christ was anointed to do this. So he had a purpose. The purpose in which he was anointed for was to do good and heal all who were under the power of the devil. Okay. No, let me, I have to pull it up. I have to pull it up. The Bible says Acts 10, 38. New Living Translation. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. New International Version. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Because God was with him him new king james how god anointed jesus christ of nazareth with the holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for god was with him so jesus's purpose for coming to earth as a human as a man was for him obviously to die on the cross but 
he was anointed and his assignment on earth was to go about doing good, healing all who were oppressed and under the power of the devil. That is the basis. That was what Jesus came to do. So now as Christians, he still does that. He's not physically here with us, but he left us the Holy Spirit and he does it through relationship with him. Now, a man who was oppressed by the devil, so he meets the criteria for for encountering Jesus, has now encountered him and Jesus has done his job once again, healed the man who was oppressed by the devil. And you sit somewhere and say, No, it's not real because his transformation was too quick. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well done. (laughs) Clap for yourself. Ghanaians will say koso as in go on. Like it does not literally make... Do you know that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians that a person cannot say Jesus is Lord unless they have the Holy Spirit? Let me pull it up. Because I don't like to make blanket statements. You know me by now. I come with the facts. It's 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians. Or, or it's 11. Let me pull it up. 1 Corinthians. It's either 12. Is it 13? 12. I know my Bible, but you know, it's just a lot. 1 Corinthians 12. Concerning spiritual gifts yes first corinthians 12 3 therefore i want you to know that no one who is speaking by the spirit of god says jesus be cursed and no one can say jesus is lord except by the holy spirit you cannot say jesus is lord unless you have the holy spirit in you that is why if you find yourself ever doing deliverance or if you find yourself in a situation where you're able to witness deliverance occurring you will see that the person that's leading the deliverance or the person that's leading the person being delivered will often if they're doing it correctly will often prompt the individual to confess that jesus is lord because that is the assurance and that's how you know that the holy spirit is now dwelling within the person a person that a demon will not say he cannot say jesus is lord so this man has created an album lifting the name of jesus saying those words jesus is king jesus is lord jesus is all powerful and everything else that he says and you still doubt that it's real because actually this conversation is pretty much over because the bible just told us what it is the bible says which is our rule book for christianity the bible says that no one can say Jesus is Lord unless they have the Holy Spirit. So the conversation is over. I don't want to hear it again. Actually, there's no reason to, to further discuss because that's what the Bible says. So if you believe in the Bible, then I don't want to hear about Kanye West anymore because there's the proof. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the text. The text says you cannot say Jesus is Lord unless you have the Holy Spirit. The man has said it, so conversation over and that's if you believe the bible if you still want to argue and as a christian you don't believe it then well (laughs) my dear good luck (laughs) that's all i can say but it's 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 
more more seriously, it's it's actually embarrassing and it's actually sad that even in 2019 that this is occurring. Like the Bible says that when a soul comes to Christ, all of heaven rejoices. We should be rejoicing. If we are praying for heaven to come to earth, we should be rejoicing every time a soul comes. We should not be condemning the soul. Even in his song on the album, he says that what have you been hearing from the Christian? They'll be the first one to judge me. And he already knew that the believers would be the one to judge him for his transformation. He already, everybody knows because that's what we're labeled for. I don't know what it is about church or about Christians that, that this clicky spirit, I don't, I don't know. I have to, I think I have to study into that because you find it in every church. I have friends in many different churches. And if you talk to them, you'll find that in every church there's, there's clicks. It's very clicky. Christians are very, as long as, uh, as well as being self-righteous and judgmental, very clicky. Like you always have a click and, and this is exactly what's happening. Even within even within our whole faith, we're forming a clique where certain people cannot enter. Be- and Kanye West clearly doesn't fit the criteria for many, so he cannot enter. How can you be stingy with salvation? Is it yours? Like, I can't, oh my days. <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I can't even, I don't, I can't continue the conversation because like I said, the Bible has already told us what's what. At that point, there's no other opinion. There's no other option because God has already said that nobody can say it but by way of the Holy Spirit. So clearly the Holy Spirit is in the man. What else? What What else? What else can he do for you? But why should he have to do something for you? Why should he have to prove that he is truly transformed? Why should he have to prove that he is not going back to his old ways? Why should he have to prove that he truly believes it? That's the part that I'm not getting, which is what I said first. Even if he's faking it, so what? What does that have to do with you? What does that have to do with you? What does that have to do with you? Your job and the job of every single believer or disciple or anyone that chooses to follow Christ is to simply go out into the world to the four corners and spread the gospel. Kanye West has done more with his album, Jesus is King, than some of you have done your whole life. Some of you won't even evangelize to someone at the bus stop, someone at the gym, someone at the, in your class, at the mall, wherever. Some of you never, ever, ever evangelize. No, you've never evangelized before because you're afraid of what people think. You're scared. You'll think people will think it's weird for whatever reason. Some of y'all have never evangelized in your life. And Kanye in one album has done more than you have in your whole entire Christian walk, like the whole thing. Yet you will sit there and say that it's not, it's not true. I don't, I don't understand it. (sighs) Honestly, y'all, we have to do better. We do not have the right to determine who is saved and who is not saved. That is not your job. Your job is to live your life. Your job is to have a relationship with Jesus. And your job is to go out into the earth and spread the gospel. That is your job. If you've been anointed to go out and if you've been anointed and called to a certain people like Peter, like Paul, then your job is also that to fulfill that assignment for those who you are called to. Your job is not to sit and determine who's really saved, who's fake saved. If someone's transformation is too quick or too vast or too, that is not your job. Do your job. 
And so when it comes to the album Jesus is King, I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. I congratulate Kanye on his transformation. I'm excited to see how he will continue to grow in Christ and grow in God. I'm blown away by what God is doing in Hollywood. I've seen so many people turn to Christ to name a few. Kanye West, Brad Pitt, Selena Gomez, Lamar Odom, Tyrese, um, Justin Bieber. There's been so many people in Hollywood that are currently turning to Christ. They're realizing that money, fame, and riches are satisfying, but there's still something missing. And ultimately, the only thing that can truly satisfy is Jesus Christ. And which is why he would say in his word, once again, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added. They had all the things before they sought the kingdom and they realized themselves that something was backwards. So they came back to seek the kingdom. But we have the privileges we have the privilege of seeking the kingdom first. So when all things are added, they're being added on a solid foundation. And so as usual, I implore you to continue to seek God, seek the kingdom as much and as as much as you can. The kingdom is vast. It's never ending. You can never arrive in seeking the kingdom of God, but also learn to mind your business and work on yourself as a Christian to not be self-righteous, to not be judgmental, to not be clicky. Those are the three things I'm really working on in this season. I catch myself all the time making judgments, being self-righteous. Who am I? Like literally, who am I? And who are you? And so I pray that you will be inspired and I will pray that you will be inspired and challenged to catch yourself when you're being judgmental, when you're being self-righteous, when you're being clicky, because these are the things that push people away from the kingdom. And unbeknownst, you're allowing the enemy to use you to push people away from the church and push people away from the kingdom of God because you want to so badly, you want them to so badly fit a fake blueprint of Christianity when there isn't one. That is how the enemy uses us to put to, to and that is how the enemy uses us to destroy ourselves. Do not be ignorant of the enemy. So do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Kanye West, I salute you. I think it's amazing what you've done. You probably are never gonna hear this, but <laughs> you probably are never gonna hear this. But say for some crazy reason you do. I am here for Jesus is King. It's an amazing album. I look forward to what else will be brought from Kanye West and from other people in Hollywood. That is my quick 25-minute tea version of Jesus is King. I don't want to hear it again because the Bible already told us what it is. Until next time, sassy and safe, baby.